Hey friends, welcome to Everyday Mealmanship. My name is Ty Evans and uh, we've got another great Meal Tip Tuesday for you this week. Had a lot of good questions come in. I'm sure you're going to enjoy them. Um, and if you ever want to catch this live, uh, be sure to tune in to our Facebook page, TS Mules, every Tuesday at 5 o'clock p.m. Mountain Time, unless otherwise told. Uh, but uh, yeah, every Tuesday we do live uh, Meal Tip Tuesday for you. And uh, don't be shy. Jump on there. Ask your questions. Leave your comments. And we'd love to hear from you. And if I could ask you a favor uh, before we get into today's Meal Tip Tuesday, if you could leave us a review. Uh, if you're enjoying these podcasts, we would sure appreciate it. Uh, love to see five stars on there and love to hear what you guys have to say about the podcast. So uh, looking forward to hearing from you. Uh, enjoy today's show and God bless you. Hey friends, Whoa. hope you're doing great. It's a good day here in Utah. Uh, made it back home from our Arizona run. Had a few clinics down there and and uh, glad to be back home for a little bit. Um, been a crazy week for everybody, hasn't it? Uh, as you guys jump on here, be sure to tell me where you're watching from and say hello. I love to see you guys comment on here. So say hi. It's just me again this week. The sky's out. Uh, we've got some company over here to the house, and and uh, so she's visiting with all them. I told her, I said, "Geez, you've missed you missed three weeks now on Mule Tip Tuesday." So, anyways, you guys have to give her a hard time for missing it. But uh, so yeah, you get just me today. You only get half the package. So sorry. Um, Anyway, say hello as you jump on. Hey, Dell Maddock, good to see you on here. Oh, it's uh oh, it's been a crazy week. Um, if you guys have been following along uh, with everything going on, then you guys know uh, our clinic and and uh, the salmon select sale has been canceled next week, so that really sucks. And uh, oh shoot, um, equine. Oh, let's see, uh, the Midwest Horse Fair. It's canceled up in Madison, Wisconsin, and main event got canceled in in uh, Red Deer, Alberta, and uh, Mule Days at Leatherwood in Ferguson, North Carolina. Everything's getting canceled. So, anyways, to say the least, we have the month of April off pretty much. We have one clinic, our our annual extreme trail riding clinic, coming up here in a couple weeks, but we're not going to cancel that. That's my clinic, and I'm not going to cancel it. And there's only ten people coming, anyways. And we're outside, we'll be camping and riding, everybody will be spread out, so I'm not too worried about it. Got lots of good folks jumping on. Jane Johnson, good to see you. Debbie, Tim, Lane, Sugar Ridge Cattle Company. Debbie, good to see you guys. Oh, Mr. Homer, always a pleasure, so glad you guys are on here watching. Um, a couple other announcements I wanted to throw out there. Now, due to all these cancel clinics and due to all you guys being stuck at home, you guys can't get out. Um, I decided to uh, throw out. Uh, we got our video coaching, and then also, you know, technology is pretty cool. You guys, we can FaceTime and do all sorts of cool stuff. So, those of you that are interested in video coaching, or if you're interested in doing a FaceTime video with me, and need help, you know, uh, working with your mules, and you want me right there with you, I'm happy to do it. Um, I'm going to waive all of our regular fees to do so because I know a lot of you are affected by 
your uh, your jobs or you're losing jobs or your crap's going on. I know life is tough. So I'm only I'm gonna do our FaceTime videos and our video coaching just tip only. <laughs> you guys, if if you wanna if you can't afford anything, I'll do it for free for you. If you can afford a dollar, I'll do it for a dollar. You know. So, anyways, I'm happy to help you guys. Uh, you know, through those uh, through those sources, like I said, video coaching, which is really easy. You just take a video, uh, put it on YouTube or Vimeo or you just drop box it to me and I can watch it and I send you right up back or if you send it in the form that I can I voice over your video and I'll walk you through it or like I said FaceTime is a really cool gig so if you guys can do FaceTime FaceTime me and I'll help you so let me know that's something you guys want to do and I'll be happy to help you and and uh, see what we can get done there um, I don't think there's anything else for our announcements I wanted to check on you guys and See how you're doing on uh, the uh, Everyday Mealmanship Challenge. Hopefully, you guys are still getting them in your in your email, and uh, you guys are working on that stuff. Um, I've got a few questions lately about the Everyday Mealmanship Challenge. Uh, one person asked if you know they just barely started following us, and they said, "Well, do I start over, or do I just pick up where where you guys are at?" And it really doesn't matter, except for I hope you guys all know these Everyday Mealmanship Challenges. I am sending them to you in order all the way from the beginning of the year in order uh, for a reason and it's not just random so none of these none of these videos I've sent you guys are are just uh, standalone exercises uh, I don't work that way those of you that know me you know me for a while you know that I don't operate that way I'm a process driven guy I like my methods uh, very methodical so every step that I'm giving you you just follow up the up the ladder there and uh, put it together piece by piece and by the end of the year we'll have gotten through the snaffle bit uh, phase now that doesn't mean all of you will be ready to graduate out of a snaffle bit but nonetheless the things that I'm giving you this year will be everything you need to know to be able to graduate so anyways if you guys got questions about that holler and as you guys are jumping on here I see a lot of good friends Jerry, Ray, Christy, Sid all of you awesome people jumping on here watching Alan, Sandy Miss Connie, Kelly, great to have you guys watching on here. Um, as you guys are jumping on, if you guys have questions, let me know so that when I get to the live question and answer session, I will be able to help you out. Um, i got a few questions to go over already. But if you guys got more, throw them up here. Happy to, uh, happy to have them. So, anyways, I want to get into the tip for the day. So, my Mule Tip Tuesday for you guys this week is that you need to know that problems will surface when you give your mule or your horse a job. So I want to make sure you guys understand that. And uh, you kind of have to accept it if you, want to, if you want to make any progress, okay? So, for example, today uh, we have a, a mule here that's coming to in, um, coming to in uh, June or July. I can't remember. Sky knows all the dates, whatever. Anyways, the mule's name is Dally. Those of you that are coming to clinics this year, you're going to see Dally. I'm going to start hauling her in June. Anyways, I pulled her out of the pen today. I haven't worked with her for a long time. Oh, shoot, I probably haven't worked with her for a few months. Sky's been playing with her just a little bit and, and whatever, but I haven't worked with her for a long time. I pulled her out, and I, and I did a little flag work, and boy, was she troubled. She was scared to death of that flag. She was real worried, and, uh, and she was 
kind of a little bit touchy about a job too. I I just started working with her with the flag and introduced it and and uh, trying to get to where I could touch her with it and everything, you know. And and then I got to doing a little bit of my halter driving stuff. Uh, you guys know all about that. You guys have been watching the videos. And she was a little touchy. And that reminded me. That's what gave me this uh, this idea to do this for Mule Tip Tuesday, because I see this happen a lot where. You know, like this meal of ours, Dally, she's a pet. I mean, she's a pet. If you guys come over, she's going to be meeting you at the gate, and she's going to want to love all over you. She's going to want you to pet on her and love her, and, oh, she's super friendly. But just as soon as I give her a job, that stuff changes. So that tells me there's a little bit of faults, uh, a little bit of falseness going on there. I want my mule to want to be with me through it all. You know, it's like my mule, uh, Riata, she's coming five, and, you know, uh, oh, shoot, I could ride her all day, work hard, and then the next day come out and she'll still meet me at the gate. She just likes to be with me nonetheless, and she likes to work. And this de mule of mine, Dally, she will too some at some point. But anyways, I wanted to say that, that, that uh, problems are going to surface when you give your mules and your horses a job to do. Uh, it comes up all the time. People say, well, gee, my mule is so friendly until I start working them. I'm like, well, of course, they were friendly before you started working them. Never had a job to do, and now you're telling them to move their feet and do these things, and... Oh, sure enough, they get a little bothered by it. So, anyways, know that you need to expect that. However, know that you don't need to accept it, okay? Because that doesn't, we don't want that happening forever. We want those meals getting comfortable. We want them to get to where they can do the job for you and enjoy it. And I tell you, they can. They can enjoy a job. I see it every day. Um, so, you need to work past that point. It's real important. Even that first session, like today with Dally. This first session I've had with her working and giving her a job to do, I hung in there until she made some changes, until she got a little lighter with me, until she kind of accepted that flag. And then, of course, I got my rope down on her, too, and I was throwing a rope over her back and, you know, just coiling it up, dragging dragging that slack in. And I like all my mules to be introduced to a rope. But anyways, I, want, I wanted to say that for this week's tip is know that problems will surface when you give them a job. And you can expect it, but don't accept it. Okay? So that's your tip for the week. If you guys got any comments on that, post them on here. Let me see what you guys have to say about that this week's tip. All right. Let's get into our question and answer session. Um, I appreciate you guys sending these questions in every week. Um, if you've got questions that don't get answered here on Meal Tip Tuesday, just send me an email, ty at tsmules.com. Uh, and or you can go on our website and fill out the contact form or just Facebook us, whatever. There's a million ways to get a hold of us, folks. But uh, jump on there and send me a question. But if you have questions right now, I'll post them live and I'll be I'll be getting them to. Uh, looks like I got a few already. So if you've got a few, just throw them on up here and I'll get to them. But I'll get started with ones I have. So uh, this morning, my friend Christy Kovner out in Virginia, and Christy's on here. She asked about. Uh, she asked a very particular question. Now, this is a thoughtful question. Some of you might not know what we're talking about as I answer this question, so I apologize. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you need to go watch the Everyday Mulemanship Challenges go back. So, Christy's question. Christy's been working on her groundwork, and she's been getting pretty particular about how this uh, her mules and her horses are moving and doing this groundwork um the centered circles and her question is about when we roll the hinds and return to a circle if you don't know 
that step what we're talking about go back and watch the everyday mealmanship challenges anyways so she said is there a particular way that you need to advance in this groundwork so are we looking for them to be pretty crisp when they return to the circle are you looking for certain footwork and i thought that was a pretty profound question that she had and she had a kind of hard time uh, asking me she didn't know how to put together the words and and uh, but I'm going to tell you what I'm looking for. So this move we're talking about is on the ground. Now we're rolling the hinds, returning to the circle uh, through it, continuously. We don't want there to be any glitches or any pauses in this. What you guys need to do is you advance through this. So this is the difference between just doing it as a beginner or doing an advanced move. When you roll the hinds, let's say you're rolling the hinds from the left side, sending the hindquarters to the right. So you're in this left circle. Picture it. Okay, my left foot is going to be in time with the mule's left hind foot. So as that left hind foot steps across the right hind foot on that mule, your left foot is stepping forward. As that right hind foot steps over, your right foot is stepping forward. After you get that accomplished, Christy, and you want to send them back to the circle, if I want that left front foot, and this is what I would do on, I want that left front foot to stretch forward, I will step forward and toward the mule shoulder with my left foot. I almost said my left front. I only got one left foot. My left foot first. I'm going to step forward. And that mule's left front should step forward. As the right front steps forward, my right foot will step forward. Anyways, Christy, I hope that makes some sense to you. She's been waiting all day for me to answer that. But that's how you take one from being mediocre in the groundwork to getting advanced. You guys start getting in time with these feet. It's the same thing when you guys get to riding. You get in time with these feet when you're riding, and all of your maneuvers, all of your moves will be so much better. You get in time with these feet. So anyways, Christy, if you're still on here, Christy, make a comment. Let me know you heard me on this, and let me know what you think about that answer. But anyways, we've got a bunch more people jumping on. Casey Markham, good to have you on here, sir. Sue Callahan. All right, next question uh, comes from Ed Hoff. He asked this last week. We didn't get to it, but he said, any tips on dealing with a mule's anxiety? Uh, when a mule has anxiety, which they will, if they're not been handled, if they're green, or maybe they don't have to be so green, maybe they just been screwed up, okay, and they got some anxiety. How do you deal with this? Well, the first thing I'll do is I'm just going to go through my checklist, Ed, and I don't know if I saw Ed on here today, but he watches. He'll see it. Anyhow, anyhow, Ed, I, uh, I'm going to go through my checklist. I'm going to teach that mule everything that I know and everything I'm capable of teaching that mule. I'm going to do my best to, uh, to build up all these basics to where I can get control of these feet. I can help them. And we talk about keeping our mule centered. You've heard me talk about that. And when you get that mule centered, and that mule knows that when it is inside that centered rectangle we talk about in our clinics, that anxiety will fade. When they know that you can help them out, Ed, and they know that you're there for them, and that you can handle the spooks and the scares, that, that anxiety will fade. So that's how I deal with it, Ed. Just simple as that. I just get them broke. I scope my checklist and get them broke, and that's how I do it. So anyways, great question, Ed. If you're on here watching, comment. Let me know you heard that. And as you guys are jumping on, I see a lot more uh, new folks jumping on here. Be sure to, if you got a question, throw it on here. I'm going to start going through these here. But let me scroll through and and see if I can find any any questions here. Um, all right, let's see. Sorry. Okay, Sid, good to hear from you. Miss Sid Myers, 
she's up in Idaho. And uh, all right, Sid, she says, our four-year-old mule mouths and chews his snaffle bit a lot. Can I put his bridle on and let him wear the bit for a while during the day so he quits chewing? All right, Sid. Yeah, um, if I start a new colt, like when I'm starting two-year-olds, three-year-olds, and they've never wore anything, never had a bit in their mouth, I will just, I'll put a snaffle bit on. I'm going to take the reins off and everything so there's no trouble. But I'll just put the snaffle bit on. I'll let him, I'll let him stand tied at the hitch rail and kind of work on that bit, and it's, it doesn't bother me. Um, and you will notice that as you progress and you get these mules a little handier, and this kind of goes along with uh, Ed's question about anxiety. Uh, I just barely answered, but anyway, Sid, is you'll notice as this four-year-old, and you and Jerry, you keep riding, you keep working on them, and that, that mule gets some, uh, gets some uh, confidence and understanding on all the stuff that you're asking them to do. That chewing will just go away. But no, it doesn't hurt them to pack it around. Now, I don't I don't recommend you leaving that snaffle bit on and turn them loose with it. I've seen... I used to do that myself. Um, I used to just throw the snaffle bit on let that colt just wear it for the day or a couple hours and just go wander around. Until you start busting up your bridles, or worse yet, that colt gets a, gets a head hooked on a post or a fence somewhere and rips it off and, and uh, rips their mouth up, you know. So I wouldn't recommend turn them loose, Sid. But go ahead and and uh, put the bit on and leave them tied for an hour or so and that's fine good question Sid let me know that you heard me on that let's see I'm scrolling through here see if I've got any more questions from you good folks here I appreciate you guys watching say hello if you're watching alright let's see any more questions on here if you got questions don't be shy I thought I saw another one um, just trying to find it here uh, Lane Halverson, good to see you on here. See, this is why I need Sky with me. She's better at reading these comments than I am. I'm a little slow, sorry. Amy Klingler, hello. How's uh, how's that cold of yours doing? Oh, Hazel, she doing good? Dirt, hello. All right, I'm not seeing. Okay, oh Fred, Fred Bender, he asked, Ty, have you ever used a running W on a mule? Yes, Fred, I will admit my sins. I have used a run W on a mule back before I was educated and back when I was an idiot. I have used that. Do not do it. Uh, absolutely do not use a run W on a mule. Forget that crap. Throw that stuff away. Burn it. <laughs> Am I making my point? Uh, you ain't going to get anything good from that. Nothing good comes from a run W there. Um, and, the, and, and people that have a little education, they'll know that, you know. Uh, they'll understand what I'm talking about here, but I you can't teach them anything there. All right, Diane Gross, good to see you. Checking banjo, come along slow and steady. I'm glad he's watching the videos though. I have one more question here written down. If you guys got questions, throw them up here. I I have one more written down that I wanted to get to, um, and it kind of goes along with what I was talking about earlier um, about introducing a flag today. I introduced a flag to Dally like I was talking about earlier in this video. And somebody asked me about that, how I go about introducing a flag or anything. And when I go to introduce a flag, I guess the most important point that you need to know or that you need to remember is to stay behind that balance point so that your mule, your horse, never learns to pull back and go backwards on you. Like today, Dally was a little faster than me a couple of times and she got to where she wanted to face up to me. And when that happens, they get to going backwards on you. And they learn how to pull on you. So I will do my best to stay uh, behind that shoulder, stay behind that balance point. And I don't direct the mule to go anywhere if I'm introducing a flag to him. I don't direct him to go anywhere at all. 
I'll just keep walking toward that hip though and yielding that hip away from me and uh, staying forward on them so that they don't get pulling on me. All right, I see a question right here. Um, Jane Johnson, are donkeys always slower in responding to things? Lucille, I don't know if I said that right, tries hard but considers everything first. Jane, donkeys are not always slower, but they're all individuals. And I'll tell you one thing that donkeys do a lot of, and i got a few friends on here I see that have donkeys, quite a few of them. You know, Diane's got donkeys. Much of these folks got donkeys that are watching right here. But with the donkeys, they have that high instinct of freezing, okay? Um, and uh, I tell you what, uh, you know, we can mistake that for being stubborn. I see that quite a bit. They freeze. So you always hear about the flight and the fight instinct. Well, donkeys have that, a pretty high freeze instinct too where they'll just stand there and process it. So it's important, Jane, that you break it down into small pieces that your donkey can figure out. And it's no different if you had a mule. If you ask me about this horse or mule, it's no different. Whatever your, your mule or your horse needs, break it down into those small pieces. Break it down into pieces they can understand. Every one of them is different. Now, I don't do a thing different with my mules or my horses or my donkeys. But you might have to break it down into small pieces for each different animal. hope that makes sense. Process never changes. I don't change what I do mule to mule, but I might go about it a little slower, a little faster, depending on what that mule can handle or what that donkey can handle. So remember to do that, Jane. But no, they're not always slower. Uh, you might just break it down a little bit more and, and be sure that you don't give it, get excuse me get them into that freeze instinct. All right, Sue Callahan, she come here, I'll read it here. I had two epic fails getting my mule my molly in the halter so i took some steps backwards and just got to hold the nose of my hand and and turn her loose i can't seem to get that halter on her nose what else can i do sue so miss sue callahan and i we had a uh a couple of sessions last week down in sedona some some private clinics and she's got a mule that she traded for that uh is just extremely sensitive with the halter and uh, what she's asking me here is how she can break down these steps even further. And it's just like I, sh I showed you, Sue. You get, some, uh, you get some good draws on the mule where you can walk up and just draw their nose to you. So you walk up to that shoulder or whatever and just draw that nose to you and keep working on that. And then you get to where you can just put that halter on around her neck and then back off. Then you can get to where you can put the halter around her neck and then just start taking your hand down the, the right side of the nose down the left side of the nose real slow then back off and go back and, and forth back and forth give her a minute then go back again then give her a minute and go back again sue i'm gonna do that over and over again until she gets some understanding but that you know you're dealing with a mule that has a lot of she's got a lot of baggage there she has a lot of, of experience uh blocking you and uh that kind of stuff sue so you gotta just take it easy like that and do little steps at a time but just everything i showed you sue it's like at the end of the clinics i say yeah just remember everything i said and you'll be all right all right um lucinda lundstrom sorry if i said that wrong will you cover ground driving as part of the weekly challenges nope i won't i'm not going to go over ground driving but we do cover ground driving in our groundwork basics video so you can if you have that video lucinda uh it's on there if you don't have it go watch that video all right, let's see what else we got. Sean Peterson, good to have you on here, man. All right, um, Karen Lancaster. All right, if you if you have one afraid of a flag, would you free work first with a flag or start with them in the halter? Well, Karen, um, I'd get them hooking on, 
Uh, if you're not, I, I, you know what I'm talking about with getting them hooked on. But those of you that don't know that, I show that in my groundwork basic video too. But you get them hooking on to you, and that's just all liberty work or nothing on them. But then, yes, I don't introduce the flag until I'm, I'm working in the halter because uh, I want to be able to. I don't want to get that mule to where it knows how to block me and and or or also uh, be too scared to death and and just you know just run away from it. I want to be able to utilize all the skills that I'm working through, all these skills, and teach my mule how to lead and introduce them to the flag that way. All right, uh, let's see. Um, Jamie Nelson. So whenever they spooks at something, it comes back to getting them centered. Yes, ma'am, that's right. Now you, get them, you get them centered, and you're not going to see that spooking so much, okay? Um... Oh, here's a good question. Michelle Sweeten. This is a really good question. My mare is finally backing from the front, but now she pins her ears and just wants to back and not do circles when I ask. Probably my cues. All right, Michelle. That's a really good question. This just comes down to uh, getting that getting that mare of yours to where she understands what you're asking when you ask it. She's just sorting through these things, and, and she found an answer. If you've taught her how to back up, she's found that answer, and you've released so whatever you've done, you've done a good job teaching her, uh, teaching her that piece. So you've done a good job releasing her. That's why she wants to keep trying it. Now you just need to get better at releasing and rewarding when uh, when that mare clears the front and goes into her circle. So if I'm if I'm in your shoes and I got this mare at the end of my lead rope, I go to ask her to say go to my right, just go to my right off the lead rope and send by me to the right, and that mare starts backing up. I'm going to continue directing with my right arm, okay? I'll have my right arm out, and I will continue driving forward and uh, focusing on getting that left front foot to clear and focusing on getting that front end to go across and then to start there, and I will just hang in there, Michelle, until that mare finds it. We might back around the arena 10 times, but I'll just keep offering that deal, making sure that that window, that door is open to the right so she can find it. And the second she finds it, she doesn't need to take a whole bunch of steps. Just a couple of steps. I'm going to release and quit. Let her know, hey, that's the right answer. That's how you build it. That's how you build any of this stuff. They, Your animals, your horses, your mules, folks, they learn when you guys quit. They don't learn when you're in the middle of these moves. They learn when you stop. So that's really, that's really important there. All right. Well... Um, if there's more questions on here, I'm sorry. I'm not seeing them. And I know sometimes they're a little slow to show up on my on my news feed on these Facebook lives. But uh, nonetheless, uh, I appreciate those of you that post them up here. Uh, good to see all you guys. Um, again, I wanted to tell you what I told you a little earlier in this, uh, this video. If you want help, if you need help and... You know, I know you're stuck. You guys are all uh, quarantined or whatever crap you got going on in your state. Um, if you're stuck and can't get out and you want to work on your mule, you need some help, give me a call. I'm going to give you my number, 801-598-7465. All right, and you can call me. Um, if you want to set up a face uh, a FaceTime session and you want some help with your working your animals, uh, just text me, message, call, email, whatever you want to do. And we'll set up a time, and, and you guys can FaceTime me. I'll watch your work right there. I'll give you I'll give you feedback right there. Um, if you want to do a video uh, a video coaching session, you want to take a video, send it to me, have me analyze it, and get back to you, I'm happy to do it. I've told you. And like I said, I'm waiving all my regular fees for those things, and it's just 
give what you can. So, like I said, those of you who don't have any money, it's all right. I'll help you. Those of you that have a dollar, I'll take a dollar. I'll spend it just as quick as you will. Anyways, uh, happy to help you guys. I love all of you. Thanks for hanging in there and, and uh, following us on these Mule Tip Tuesdays every week. Every week, 5 o'clock p.m. Mountain Time. I sure appreciate you guys jumping on here and doing this. But uh, uh, if you guys got more questions, send them to me, and we'll try to get them on next week's show. Um, hope you guys are enjoying the Everyday Mulemanship Challenges. Hope you guys are enjoying the pot, the Everyday Mulemanship Podcast and everything else we got going. We'll still keep throwing these guys, this stuff out to you guys and as long as you guys keep taking it and enjoying it. So God bless you. Thank you very much, and we will see you next week. All right? Take care. <music>